Attention, fellow Martians. Welcome to a global broadcast transmission. This is Mixed Martian Arts. Prepare yourself. It's going to get weird. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Martial Arts. My name is Austin Shaper, and this is a show where we explore the topics of UAP, UFC, and World War III. Today, going to be another World War III episode, and I know that uh, it seems like I've been covering a lot of geopolitical stuff. A lot of people come to my channel maybe just for the UFO, UAP stuff. Some people come just for the UFC news, but the re- I, I kind of cover topics in the order of which I find their relevance and importance currently going on in the world. And like right now, that's just 100% the conflict that just, uh, you know, launched into a new phase uh, with Palestine, uh, specifically Hamas and Israel. And everybody knows about the attack. And I posted a video, uh, what was it, two two days ago in the morning, and I got a lot of hate on TikTok specifically. I posted some clips from my podcast episode and got a lot of hate from people all over the place saying that um, everything from I'm an agent of Mossad to why am I covering the uh, suffering of the Israeli people, but I haven't said anything about the suffering of the Palestinians and all kinds of hateful comments towards me, dozens and dozens and dozens. Now, I'm not offended or feel like I have to defend myself or anything like that, but the reason why I want to kind of expand upon what I talked about is because I'm, in a way, I'm digging my heels in because when I explained, if you guys missed the episode, basically, in summary, what I said was that what's going on with this attack that just happened is hideous. It's horrible. It's awful. It's despicable. It was evil. Uh, And that's that. That is just a fact of the matter. And people are very clouded uh, because of the history between these two peoples. And the line between right and wrong, good and evil gets skewed when there's heated tensions on both sides. Now, maybe to the credit of the people who were criticizing me, I did not really go into the Palestinian side of this really at all. I briefly touched upon it, but I didn't really cover it. And the reason why people were insinuating that I was some sort of agent of Mossad or, you know, just some Israel supporter uh, because I didn't go over to it. But my simple reasoning for that being was that I was simply covering the the attack that just took place uh, by Hamas on Israel. So I was covering that specific event, the implications of that event, the atrocities that took place. I was covering that. So no, I did not dive into the whole history of the conflict or um, the Palestinian side of it as much. And it wasn't because I don't feel for the people of Palestine. I do. And I'm going to talk about that today. But it was due to the fact that I was covering the event that took place. Now, I do have some headlines for you guys today. Um, I would really appreciate if you guys subscribe to my channel, to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're watching here on YouTube, go ahead and click subscribe. I need your guys' help. I need your help to grow this channel. I can't do it by myself. And I encourage you, if you get any value out of the content I post, whether it's the geopolitical stuff, UFC stuff, or the UFO news, uh, go ahead and just click subscribe. It takes one second. It's a free, simple, and easy way to support Mixed Martian Arts as we grow. I do my best job to not only bring you guys like breaking news, but to share a different take that I see a lot of uh, people 
people online who portray themselves as uh, experts who are so well versed in all these areas and you know they're going to bestow their wisdom upon you that's not me i'm here to explore i'm here to debate i'm here to be open-minded i'm here to be wrong um and I think there's a place for that in this world, for people who are willing to you know, engage in these conversations uh, without acting like they know everything about it. So if that sounds appealing to you to be a part of a group in a, a growing community like that, just subscribe. Now, getting into today's uh, episode, let's go into some breaking headlines, and then I'll explain to you kind of my thoughts on both the Palestinian side and the Israeli side of this conflict uh, let's just go in right at the top. It says Justin, this comes from Disclose on Twitter, says Israeli defense minister orders a siege on Gaza. There will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. We are fighting human animals and we will act accordingly. Now, we'll just go headline by headline and kind of dissect this. That to me is an appalling way to look at this. And it is one of the many factors for the continuation of this vicious cycle of violence is because of this type of thinking. Now, I do not claim to be an expert. I, I know very little about this region of the world and their history. I, I know that there's been wars between them. I know that this attack was the biggest in, like, I think they said around 50 years. And it's, it's very complicated. And the world wants you to just pick a side. They want you to say, are you pro-Israel or are you pro-Palestinian? Uh, and whichever answer you were to choose, there's going to be a million people to say you're wrong and you're evil for saying such. Now, I'm not going to back down from my point. I believe that evil acts are being committed by both sides. I mean, what Netan, uh, the sorry, not Netanyahu, but uh, the Israeli defense minister just came out and said that these people are animals and they're going to take their electricity, their food away. That's horrible. And now something I did learn recently is that the Gaza Strip, Gaza is home to over 2 million civilians and is one of the most densely populated places on planet earth so for example this israeli counter attack that is currently taking place it has not yet launched into a, a ground invasion but they have been bombing the living hell out of gaza i believe they've killed uh, well over 200 gaza civilians just within the past 24 hours alone now the one thing i want to speak to is not only uh not only the evil that's being committed, but the ineffective evil. I mean, look, Israel and their and what they're attempting to say. You know, I listened to quite a few interviews uh, while I was working yesterday, and one of the things the um, spokesman for Israel said. You know, the reporter kept asking her, uh, "Don't you believe that you know killing innocent civilians is wrong? You're going to be doing it too by attacking the Gaza Strip." And, you know, they basically say that's an unfortunate uh, result of war. We didn't start this war, but now we were attacked. We have to respond. Civilians are going to die, and that's just an unfortunate aspect of that. So they looked at it as more of like a byproduct to this situation, when in reality, Israel killing civilians in Palestine is one of the causes and one of the reasons for the perpetuation of this violence. Because what's going to happen? So right now... They're bombing the hell out of Palestine. They're killing hundreds and hundreds of civilians. Is that going to help your cause? If your cause from the Israeli perspective is, hey, we want our borders to be safe. We were just attacked. They call it a terrorist attack. We want to be protected and, you know, we have to respond. Okay, but here's the problem with that. The way in which you are responding is only going to drive more people to the cause of attacking your nation because they're going to retaliate for the violence of which has been done to them. And... Not only that, but by cutting off their food, their medical supplies, their water, 
Uh, many of these people, most of these people, I would believe, in the Gaza Strip are not able to leave. So from the plight of the Palestinians, they do have justification. And I don't know all the history of it. I, I don't want to argue with somebody. There's valid points on both perspectives. But from what I've witnessed, the Palestinians do have a plight. They do have reason to feel that they are being oppressed. I mean, they, their government, you know, the Israeli government controls them, like I said, controls their food, controls their water, controls their supplies, their medical. Everything is controlled by Israel. So they are, in many ways, oppressed. And now they're being ruthlessly bombed. And the, the sad reality of it is Israel looks at that, you know, the loss of innocent life uh, as not their goal, but as a byproduct of this situation. In reality, that's not what it is. It's not a byproduct. It's the leading cause for this violence or one of the leading causes. Now, from the perspective of the uh, Palestinians who want to free themselves from their oppressors, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I don't know if what Hamas wants and the way they want to go about it represents what the majority of the Palestinians want or how they want to go about it because what happened with this attack, I mean, they just came out and said over 260 bodies were found at this rave festival uh, where the um, Hamas uh, soldiers uh, paraglided in and just started ruthlessly killing and massacring, raping and pillaging and just, you know, uh, acting in such a despicable, inhuman way um, that it is is the reason why you know Israel is now mobilizing. It looks like over three hundred thousand soldiers are being mobilized for. I, I'm assuming a potential ground invasion. So, if we're talking purely in terms of effectiveness of the Palestinians wanting to free themselves from the oppression of the Israeli government, does Hamas believe for a moment? Does Hamas believe for a single moment that massacring innocent civilians is going to get them what they're looking for? Do, do they believe for a moment that it's going to cause the Israeli government to pause and say, okay, maybe we do need to give these guys their freedom? No, it's going to have the adverse effect. They're going to be able to call you terrorists. They're going to have all the evidence to point to by showing the videos of the women who've been assaulted and shot and dragged around in the streets naked and all the horrible videos. I mean, I saw a video of a guy getting his head bashed in a man from the Philippines getting his head bashed in with a shovel. Uh, just countless despicable videos. Um, just so many. It's, it's too much to even dive into. But my point being, not only is it acts of evil that Hamas committed, but they're not effective. They're not going to get the result that the people of Palestine want. Now, I understand it's very complicated, and from the Palestinian perspective, it seems that they are very fed up, and they've tried every other way. I don't know that to be true, but that is what I've heard, and I've been listening uh, and watching videos on just trying to catch up on the history between these two peoples. And it seems that the Palestinians feel they've tried every single way to bring attention to this and that nobody cares. Uh, and that, you know, when they uh, attack and do things like we just saw, uh, the world condemns it. But then when Israel turns around and bombs the hell out of the Gaza Strip, kills hundreds and hundreds of civilians, uh, the world kind of turns a blind eye to that. Now, I have empathy for that because that sounds horrible. And I had a lot of people on TikTok saying I need to pick a side. You know, can I condemn Israel like uh, I was condemning Hamas? And the answer is yes, I can because I am on the team. People want me to pick a side. No, I'm on the side of humanity. I'm on the side of innocence. Anybody who's losing their life in this conflict on either side, the Palestinian side, I have just as much compassion and empathy for those people who are just trying to live their life. Uh, they don't control where they were born. They don't control everything. You know, they, these are innocent victims who are being bombed and paying the price for what Hamas 
did. You know, what a thousand people did, now millions are going to be subject to the penalties, you know, and the punishment for. And on the Israeli side, the people who were just massacred and who have been massacred, I have just as much empathy and compassion for them, and I believe they're just innocent uh, bystanders. Now, if the militaries of Hamas in Israel want to settle this militarily, kinetically, and go to war. I don't condone that because I believe many people don't want to be in the war. Uh, many people are conscripted. Uh, they have no dog in the fight and they're forced to be in the military. And so I can't just blanket statement say um, I approve the, the militaries. I think it's right for them to go attack each other. I don't. But there's a huge difference between attacking military targets and attacking civilians, people who do not specifically and directly uh, have, bear responsibility for the uh, travesties that the Palestinians accused the Israelis of and the Israelis accused the Palestinians of. So, for example, from the Palestinian perspective, when Hamas attacked the civilians yesterday, it's extremely ineffective, and it, you're also attacking people who had nothing to do with it. There's no argument in the world that says that, uh, you know, the Israelis uh, who were killed yesterday, especially these people with the rave, these grandmas, these children, these women, they had nothing to do with your oppression, you know, the, the oppression of the Palestinians. You know, maybe you can say the military and the government does. Now, attacking them is an entirely different thing. I don't think it's right, but if there is true oppression going on, um, it needs to be an attack on military and vice versa. Uh, with Israel's response, Israel is just as guilty in this because now they're going out of their way uh, to call the uh, the entire, basically all Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, animals. They're cutting off their power, their electricity, and basically saying they're going to eradicate Hamas at any cost. And that cost is going to be the lives of thousands of innocent people who have nothing to do with it. So in my book, I'm on the side of the innocents and the people who are just trying to live their life. The governments on both sides, I'm sure, have mass corruption, and again, they are treating it like it's a byproduct of war, uh, these casualties of civilians, but it's not. It is the reason for this violence, and it's the reason why every time the Gaza Strip gets attacked with missiles from Israel, more people are going to be driven to the hands of Hamas, because they, I mean, imagine, put yourself in the hand, uh, in the uh, mind of a Palestinian who loses his entire family, gets his home destroyed. Uh, do, could you potentially be radicalized in a way if it happened to you in your city, in New York, in California, and wherever you might live? If that same thing happened to you, uh, how would you feel and what would your reaction be? It might not be a logical, rational response. It might be a purely uh, aggressive, emotional response. And that's what we saw from Hamas. Now, the problem is, among many other problems, one of the problems is they're attacking innocent people. They're only giving the uh, government and military of Israel all the more reason to try to stamp out Hamas. Now, I don't know. You guys can let me know what your thoughts on it are. I don't know how much Hamas truly represents the Palestinian people. I do not know. And it, it blows my mind that so many people gave me hate because I never claim to be an expert. I only claim to speak uh, to the atrocities that happened and to say that, you know, the plight of both the Palestinian and the Israeli people, uh, you know, was on my mind. And I, I feel for both people. I feel for any innocent life lost. And I believe, you know, this is very similar to many other uh, Many other occurrences of oppression and uh, murdering and just horrible violence that have taken place all over the world. The governments, the militaries are responsible, and it's the everyday civilian who pays the price. Now, there's a very extensive, nuanced history between these two peoples uh, that I can't even dive into because it opens up a whole can of worms, and I am not an expert on this, and I don't want to pretend to be. The only reason I wanted to address this is because the loss of innocent life is just horrible. If you guys saw some of these videos, man, I mean, it'll ruin your entire day. It's that bad. So 
to clarify my stance of which people were arguing back and forth, I do not support Israel's attacks on Palestine. I do not support the oppression of Palestine. Not at all. I think it's evil. I think it's wrong. I think this is a big world. There's a place for the Palestinians to live in peace and the Israelis to live in peace. Now, that ha- now how that happens, I don't know. I do not know, but there's got to be a way. Um, and from the Palestinian perspective, I do not support these horrible attacks like the one that we saw yesterday from Hamas. I think people oversimplify this and say, oh, well, they're, you know, they're fighting off their oppressors. Listen, your oppressors aren't old grandmas. Your oppressors aren't babies. They're not children. And you know, you're attacking the wrong people. You're attacking the wrong people and the wrong people are paying the price. And then from the Israeli perspective, when you bomb the Gaza Strip, you also are attacking the wrong people who have nothing to do with it. And you're having the opposite effect. So both countries, both militaries are literally having the opposite effect. The only effect is that it's going to continue the cycle of violence. It's going to continue the loss of innocent life and continue and fuel the hatred between these two peoples. It's awful. I don't know the solution. I'm open to your guys' suggestions, and I'm also open uh, to being wrong and to learning more about this conflict. I'm not an expert. I'm not anybody to look at as an expert or an authority, but I'm still going to have an opinion when I see people massacred. That's just the way it is. And for the people who criticize me saying you're only covering the Iranian, or I'm sorry, the Israelis, I uh, haven't seen you post anything about Palestine. Well, that's because I was covering what just took place. I covered a singular event. If I were to see the same event happen, for example, I just saw Israel bombing the hell out of the Gaza Strip. Here I am right now covering it, telling you how horrible it is and how that is not a byproduct of this conflict. It is one of the causes of this conflict, what Israel is doing to Palestine, attacking the civilians, now cutting off their electricity, uh, their food, their medical supplies. It is horrible. It is unethical. It is evil. So it is just more violence. It's more of the same in this world. You'd like to think the world is learning, but it's not. It's not. What have we learned? Uh, It seems like all there is All that we've learned is how to better kill each other with worse and worse weapons. So the world is going to urge you to be on a side. They're going to try to put you in a box, and they're not going to let you speak. They're not going to let you share your full thoughts. They're going to say, which side do you support? And no matter which answer you give, you're wrong. So my opinion is, uh, and I'm going to stand firm in this, that I stand with the innocents on both sides. I think this is terrible. I think what just took place was terrible. Uh, It was an act of terrorism. And they attacked the wrong people. They killed hundreds and hundreds of civilians, and I believe under 100 Israeli soldiers. So if you want to do a military operation, that's one thing. It doesn't mean it's right, but that's one thing. Attacking civilians, that's a whole nother matter. Same thing goes to you, Israel. Attacking civilians is an entire nother matter. It's not the same as two militaries going to settle this. It's much worse in every regard. Now, I'm going to end this with a couple more headlines. Um, there's a possible infiltration from Lebanon into Israel. This comes from Global Military Info. It says IDF is conducting a sweep and told residents to stay in their homes. It says a number of suspects have infiltrated Israeli territory from Lebanese territory. IDF forces are deployed in the area. Now, supposedly Hezbollah came out and said, unless attacked uh, through Lebanon, I believe, from Israel, uh, they're not going to join this war. Is that true? I don't know. Now, where it gets very dicey, I mean, it's already dicey in every regard, but where it gets even dicier is Iran, Iran's involvement. Now, the Biden administration seems all too quick to kind of disregard this connection uh, for all the reasons that we talked about the other day, uh, being this $6 billion in sanction relief that was um, released to Iran, what, three weeks ago, and then three weeks later we get this horrible attack. It's well known. 
that uh, Iran is a funder and supporter of Hamas, and Hamas came out and said as much uh, yesterday or the day before that you know Iran uh, con greenlighted this attack and funded it and supported it. American government came out and said there's no proof of that, but the American government's going to have every reason in the world uh, to kind of not bring attention to that. They're not going to want to say, hey, by the way, the weapons and the funding that we just gave or, or released to Iran, you could say, uh, there's a technical difference, I guess, in the releasing of sanctioned funds and uh, directly giving them $6 billion. But regardless, it appears that the result was the same. They immediately turned around and funded Hamas. Some people came out and warned as much that this was going to happen three weeks ago, and look, here we are less than a month later, and that's exactly what happened. And now the entire Middle East is uh, in, in massive danger to be destabilized. And what comes next? God only knows. Um, we already have a task force uh, from the United States Navy who is in the East, what, the Mediterranean Sea now because of this. And um, now it says the United States military orders the movement of the USS Gerald Ard, uh, R. Ford carrier strike group to the Eastern Mediterranean. But yeah, 260 bodies of civilians recovered at that rave, and that's in one spot of the attack, which took place over the course of you know the entire day in many different places. Uh, but I don't think taking away the food, water, electricity of the citizens of Gaza is going to do anything that the Israelis uh, think it's going to. Now, Israel has now mobilized over 300,000 soldiers. I, th I believe, I don't know if this is true, somebody can correct me, from, but, but from what I've heard, Hamas only has between twenty to 40,000. Uh, maybe if uh, Hamas is at the threat of total extinction, maybe that number even gets up to 100,000 of people who are uh, will come to their cause. Who knows? Uh, but at, at the end of the day, they're severely outnumbered, outmanned, outgunned by Israel. So I don't understand the intention of Hamas if the intention is to free themselves from their oppressors. It's not going to have the intended effect. It's just not, and they have to know that. So I don't know if this is a case of Hamas terrorizing its own people in Palestine and uh, the Palestinian people are not truly being represented by Hamas. I don't know. I just don't know. Now, this is a uh, another post from Anna Anraheim on Twitter. She says, big statement by Hagari. We are cooperating with the United States military in terms of intelligence and operations. Iran sees this. And if we see attempts by Iranian proxies to act, it may lead to an American attack. Not only is this a giant threat in the... Uh, in the region just between Palestine and Israel, but there's a risk, there's a huge risk of bringing in Iran into this conflict, uh, potentially Hezbollah and other groups who want to join the cause of either Israel or Palestine. And you drag in Iran into this conflict, you got a good chance of dragging in the United States. Now, either way, the United States has pretty much come out and said they're going to be funding this. They're going to help Israel in every way they can. Now, is that the right move? I don't know because, as I've explained, this is a very complicated war uh, where both sides have aspects of being right and both sides have definite aspects of being wrong. And to just come out and fund uh, Israel is... You know, now Iran is going to fund Hezbollah. Now we have another proxy going on um, on top of the Ukrainian war. And the only countries that I can see that could benefit from this would be China. I think China, if they are still going to potentially blockade Taiwan, it only leads you to believe that, that they are sitting back and seeing America get dragged into another conflict that they have to fund, and it only bodes into their interest. I believe that on the bigger chessboard of this geopolitical game that we're witnessing, I believe that this only increases the chances that China is going to attempt to blockade Taiwan very soon. I don't know that to be a fact, uh, but it seems to me that 
the United States getting involved on the Israeli side, on top of being involved on the Ukrainian side, opens up the potential for a domino effect to happen. I mean, this domino effect clearly is already happening. We saw it start with Ukraine and Russia. Now here we are with Palestine and Israel. It's likely to bring in potentially Iran or others. And on top of that, we could see the domino effect spiral into the Pacific with Taiwan and China. Now, if Taiwan and China does happen in some sort of facet, be it a blockade or whatever, I have zero belief that the United States can fund three separate wars at the same time. I think if we're looking at all likelihood, it would be more likely that this would turn into a global conflict very quickly rather than the United States would be able to successfully fund three conflicts and uh, not have them merge into some global conflict where the United States homeland is is at risk. And a lot of people have been speculating. I don't know this to be true, but let's just read this. Uh, this comes from Laura Loomer on Twitter. says, sources telling me that there was an emergency intel meetings this weekend to discuss the rise of Hamas terror cells that are operating in American cities. These Hamas terrorists came across the United States border and are apparently planning to attack Major United States cities over the next 14 months. There's a couple other posts. I'm not going to read them, but just more people basically insinuating that they've been talking to people in the government who have informed them to stay out of major cities and that there is a risk of Hamas uh, coming out and doing some sort of attack like we saw the other day in Israel here in the United States if the United States becomes more directly involved with the conflict of which they most certainly are going to be funding in some facet. We've already read about that. So this opens up the possibility of attacks on the United States homeland. And what happens after that? God only knows. If there's another 9-11 style event, we're going to be at war with the Middle East. That opens up the ability, uh, you know, it drains more of our resources and increases the likelihood of China being able to go for Taiwan and, uh, you know, Russia being able to take Ukraine because we're spread thin. And I don't believe uh, we're ready for World War III. There was a post here. Let's see if I still got it of a guy talking about how, you know, um, morally, we're not ready for World War III. Uh, from the perspective of our weapons, we're not ready for World War III. Our economy, we're just not ready. So if this happens, um, I mean, listen to what Senator uh, Lindsey Graham said, just to go off on a little tangent. It says, Iran has four major refineries, and if Hezbollah attacks Israel, we will coordinate United States and Israeli efforts to put Iran out of its oil business by destroying its refineries. They are our goal. So this kind of rhetoric on both sides is extremely dangerous. I mean, it's only extremely dangerous. I don't see any solutions here. Uh, it says, uh, this comes from Walter Bloomberg on Twitter, says the Pentagon to announce emergency military aid package for Israel as soon as Sunday. Uh, so I don't know if that's been announced yet. I'll have to check uh, back with you guys uh, by the time the next episode comes out. I don't believe it has been announced yet, but we know support aid is coming. And uh, by getting our by getting ourselves involved with a conflict that's extremely complicated, we open up the possibility possibility of a reprisal and retaliation and the domino effect happening. So this is just all, it's all bad. It's all bad. And I know people are going to attack me for this and say, I need to be on Palestine, the side of the Palestine, Palestinians or the side of the Israelis. I'm going to stand my ground and tell you guys, I am on the side of the innocents dying on both sides. I believe the governments, the militaries of both sides do not represent the best interest of their people. They're only causing more of their people to be killed and uh, you know, the Palestinians do feel oppressed. That is not without reason. It is not without reason. I mean, look what they're doing right now. The Israeli government's turning off the electricity, the water, so on and so forth, medical supplies. I mean, that is oppression. That is literally oppression. And then bombing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the videos. They're terrible. Bombing the Gaza Strip of the most dense, one of the most densely populated places on earth, and they're bombing it, and they don't care if they kill civilians. That's horrible. On the side of Hamas, 
I don't know if they represent Palestine, but what they're doing is just as terrible, and it's only going to continue that they don't get what they want and that they don't throw off the yoke of their oppressors. They're only going to continue to be oppressed uh, more and more so because they're giving Israel all the justification and all the reason it needs uh, to show the world that... Uh, you know, they need to handle this militarily. So what happens next? God only knows does this spiral into World War III, I think, uh, increases the odds of it drastically. Let me know your guys' thoughts. That's about it for today's episode. Do me a favor, just click subscribe. I really need your help to grow this. I'm asking for your help. If you guys enjoy this type of content, uh, not just my geopolitical stuff, but UFC, UFO news, Go ahead and click subscribe. I try to give a unique take on this stuff. I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm just sharing my thoughts on it. I'm always open to dialogue and to changing my opinion and to learning more and more about these uh, three fields. So go ahead, click subscribe. If you're listening to the audio only, uh, click follow and leave me a five-star review. And lastly, if you guys would like to be a part of the conversation on a daily basis, I've got a Discord group below in the description to this video and podcast called Mixed Martial Arts. Just join it. We've got three subgroups where people are talking every day, sharing news, sharing their opinions, asking questions, and sharing their interest in any of these three fields so thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, it's bad news bears man i feel for all these people who are suffering and i just hope that the world wakes up it seems like we've learned nothing from world war ii except how to better kill each other it's uh it's dangerous times guys it's dangerous times i don't want to fear monger i just uh, i want us to get through out through the other side of this with some sort of peace i don't know how it's possible uh, maybe you guys can enlighten me how it is I don't see it right now. So let's hope it changes. Be back with another episode uh, probably tomorrow. So take it easy, Martians. Hope you have a good one.